Welcome to the pilot episode of Church is Stupid. And this is the part where I thought you guys were actually going to start chanting Church is Dumb. Church is Dumb. Church is Dumb. Church is Dumb. This is what. Don't actually believe that. This is a disclaimer. Um. So, yes, going into a little (laughs) bit of why we we started this podcast. just for, for my background, my name is uh, Ruth. I'm a pastor serving in the United Methodist Church currently. And I have sp- had a hard time with church my whole life because I love Christ, I love scripture, I love uh, Christianity, but I've struggled to really find a place in church. Hmm. Is, is that a fair summary for you guys as well? Always. Similar, yeah, I would say. Um, and, and just for some background, I'm, I'm 27. Uh, so I'm a young pastor serving in the church. And so part of my heart for starting this isn't necessarily to be like, oh, look at how dumb church is. We hate church, blah, 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 blah. But it's actually to talk about how even though there are things that definitely are kind of dumb that the church does, that the ultimate message of Christ is what stands out. And that's why I became a pastor, Hmm. um, because one day I was angry, (laughs) and I was walking through Spring Arbor, uh, where I went to college, and I was really upset with the administration and how the church was running itself, and so I was kind of yelling at God and was like, God, what are you going to do to fix your church? Come on, it's so stupid. And God said, well, Ruth, what are you going to do? And yeah, so, gosh, how many years has that been? Oh, geez, that was 2012. Eight years later, here I am. There you go. Uh, in my yeah. fourth year, don't even make that face, Andy. I don't even want to see that. Eight you guys years don't ago, understand. I'm like barely getting into high school. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. Um, and so joining us here today with a little bit of their background, uh, was that a fair synopsis of why we're here, what we're doing? Um, I think a little bit, and we can talk to about it yeah, after we give fair. a little introduction. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll smooth out without the uh, the rough edges That's as we nice go on. That's the nice way of saying, no, Ruth, you sucked at it. No, no, I was. <laughs> no, you did You did great. It's the first time we're all a little bit nervous yeah. about this. Um, I think we're all completely unsure of everything that we're doing right now, but we're going for it, and I think it's going to be a good time. Brought up this idea, somebody said yes, and now we're here with the full setup, and we're ready to go. Yeah, it's crazy how this full setup just materialized right here, and now now we're just using it. You know, it. I was on vacation. Stolen <laughs> from other areas, bought, purchased. Um, All of these are loose terms. It's fine. It didn't come from nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> just need to put that one out there. You know, I do we have stole a way too many things. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a Master's of Divinity, so, you know. <laughs> no. That's not how that works. We all know it. No. Okay, okay, I will go. Let's go. Um, <laughs> hi. We're going I around the table. I am Andrew Hahn, and um, I am a PK. That's my background and why my opinion matters hmm. here. Um, um, and I'm a also, DISC. Okay, a DISC. Um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know these acronyms, a PK is a pastor's kid. I know a lot of us, and a lot of us are happening to be uh, troublemakers, which is really odd because, you know, <gasps> raised in the church. How does yeah. it work, huh? You never would suspect. Never would have Never, suspected. Yeah. Um, For the record, uh, I this is Ruth again. I also am a pastor's kid, so I can say that because uh, my dad is also a pastor. I'll be honest. Your voice is not the one they are going to have pr- that anybody. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, can you tell who the female is in this conversation? Um, <laughs> yes, and a disc is a district superintendent kid. Uh, yeah. That's, those are those acronyms. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also a youth who has participated in several different uh, Christ-led organizations. I've uh, volunteered at summer camp. Um, those are my religious backgrounds. But as far as who I am, I am a uh, senior, super senior at Michigan State University studying broadcast journalism, uh, which has been an interesting path, but I'm done with all my main classes, and now all I have is electives, so I'm taking a lot of interesting, interesting classes. The sarcasm was uh, real, real hard there. No, they're interesting. They're just... <laughs> <laughs> I hope your professors are listening right now. Yeah, I'm never giving this link to any one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, please check out the pilot episode where I completely throw you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> By calling a class interesting with a, a little bit <laughs> a little of bit suspicion, of an and that's it. Hmm. Would you like to say? Well, that? yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead with with my introduction now. It's not going to be as flashy as the other two, but my name is Elijah Vandersandy, and I am very happily married to who you heard from first, Ruth Vandersandy. It's not Andy. It's not Andy. It's Ruth. Curious. Sorry, Andy. I'm 
was really helpful. <laughs> um, I come from a charismatic church background. I was part of a very large youth group when I was younger, and I ended up attending Spring Arbor University for a year where I met Ruth. Um, I only attended for one year, but uh, Ruth and I continued on afterwards, and eventually we started dating, and we became engaged, and then we got married, and now I am the proud father of an amazing daughter named Lily. So my my current status right now is being a stay-at-home father for her and learning how to raise a kid still a year in. So, But you're also a pastor's spouse. That's true. Which is yeah, yes. Uh, a different perspective. My yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my interesting perspective, I suppose, will will come from I think my the difference in my background while also being the spouse of a pastor and uh, to put it blatantly a female pastor no less, which is a little more rare in I would I would say western western churches right now. Well, shockingly, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, I was, geez, I was 23 when I started ministry, so 23-year-old yeah. female pastors weren't exactly, uh, you know, flying off the shelves. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of whether or whether or not they should be rare or not, the reality is is that they are, so. <laughs> That's Elijah's nice way of saying, Ruth, I wish you were. No, I'm just No, <laughs> no, no, it's not. Don't listen but, uh, to her. <laughs> just, yeah, just for some, some background, um, both me and Andy, I'm speaking for you, you're welcome. Uh, have more of a United Methodist background. That's right. Whereas yeah. uh, Elijah, basically his first experience, I think even really in a United Methodist church was when we got married. Um, Probably, or at least yeah. when I moved into the area. At the very least, any that I can remember, because, I mean, when I was younger, we would visit churches yeah. or have trips or, or go to a service that, like, a, a family friend would go to. And I don't even remember. I don't really remember them, but I remember having limited Basically, having limited experience out of anything outside of non-denominational charismatic churches. That, that's my background. Absolutely. And uh, so we're going to be having different people pop in and out of these. Uh, so sometimes it will be Andy and Elijah. Sometimes it'll be some other people. But you're stuck with me. <laughs> you're welcome. But I just, you know. Well, I was just going to say uh, our range of subjects may also be a little bit, you know, restrained just because of covid and yeah. we're keeping covid safe here um yeah follow all the rules that we have been given i guess for this uh podcast at yeah. the very least yep. um we'll see what happens <laughs> for the next ones do yeah. we want to talk a little bit more about the purpose of the podcast and then I maybe maybe delve into our subject through that maybe yeah sure yeah let's yeah. go for it because we went over a brief a uh, ruth gave a, a, a brief um Introduction, you know, of, of the pilot title of the podcast, Ruth. Or <laughs> Ruth, Ruth sucks. is stupid. Church sucks, uh, excuse me. No, it's church is stupid. Church is stupid. Yeah, pay attention for the knockoff version of this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. called Ruth is stupid. Uh, hitting stores near you probably a uh, couple of years from now uh, when we're yeah, famous. Yeah. And we it's just in the works, but it's very yeah. early in its development, that's we're, for sure. Yeah. We're all definitely in this for the fame. We definitely have a list of subject matter, though, so <laughs> that's not the problem. Oh, my gosh. But, um... Church is Stupid being the pilot title of said podcast, um, Ruth gave a little brief a description of, of why we why we chose that and what it's going to entail. But uh, if we, I think diving a little bit deeper into that, um, we can start to go over, Ruth, if you maybe want to, Ruth or Andy, if you want to. Do, do you want, yeah. do you want me to hop in here? Yeah, maybe, no, yeah, he yeah. Sorry, I'm still learning. That sentence, I didn't, like, I had like an idea in my head if I was going to end that <laughs> But um, then I realized, you know, I'm bringing up a subject that I actually don't know the answer to, and that resulted in me saying, uh, uh, uh. I'm uh, actually so. interested to hear Andy's perspective. <laughs> well, actually, I, yes. My perspective is very interesting uh, because. Oh, wow. So you're really interesting? Uh, is that what you're saying? Oh, I really wish. Um, <laughs> so basically, hmm. uh, it, many, many moons ago, um, Ruth came to me with this idea of a podcast. Dun, dun, um, dun. Which started the discussion about a, a church based podcast. What is that going to entail? Yep. Um, but realistically, what it entails is a conversation about the problems that we have and it pushing people away. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, the church isn't really about all of those problems or issues that are had by via the door being closed or just not enough money in an area mm-hmm. or a church closing or accidentally mm-hmm. turning people away. But we're supposed to be about truly living our lives the way that God intended through a God-framed point of view. Mm. Um, 
but we have a lot of these issues, which are what we're going to talk about. And hopefully, um, in conversations about some of these issues, we can uh, push past them and get into a deeper meaning of conversation about how we can deal with understanding these issues as well as, um, yeah, I, I'm just going to introduce our topic for the day sure, and yeah. hopefully yeah. give an example. Yeah, yeah. Um, our topic for today is pews. Pew, 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 pews. Pew, pew. Um, which is an interesting one because you would think that these objects that you just sit on in church wouldn't be that controversial of a thing. <laughs> but, I mean, have you ever <laughs> sat on one? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Seriously. And, yeah, so... I will say, I will say, comfortability... Was that a word? Comfortability? Comfortability? Yeah, comfortability? Word, yeah. The comfort level of pews ranges from... Extremely, extremely terrible. Why does this exist? To oh my gosh, I could sleep on this. See, I've never had that. Yeah, I was like, where I've, have you I've been going? I've had some before. I mean, I, I think that they're rare, but I mean, there's definitely a spectrum of of comfort level when it comes mm -hmm. to pews, in my opinion. That's not what we're talking about today. I don't know why I brought that up. I thought it would it be. Could be. It could we be. Could I'm end just up saying. There. Maybe uh, it'll tie in later. I don't know. As somebody <laughs> who knows you, I also know you can sleep almost anywhere. That's, so that's, to be uh, fair. Your it's, stipulations for a yeah. bed is way lower than ours. It's, yeah, it's very mm, true. See, you know, the, the older I get, the more, the less and less I want to try to contradict you on that because I think I'm, I think you're right. That I'm <laughs> I think I can't, right. I think I can't sleep mostly anywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, thank you, Andy, for, for your perspective. I definitely uh, agree with you. And I know that it's not everybody's experience that they've mm -hmm. walked into a church and it hasn't been. I think that um, it is a very common one, though, where, mm -hmm. where we feel... There are just these things that end up being so important in churches that just don't need to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's that's kind of the heart of where we came. So we don't say that to be like, oh, all churches are the worst. And if that wasn't your experience in a church, that's awesome. That's so wonderful. That's not why we're here. We're just yeah. offering the opportunity to have conversation about some of our experiences and some of the other people that we'll have on over time our experiences with with things that we can lovingly look back on and say, okay, church can be really stupid sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just like one of my favorite things about um, mine and Elijah's relationship is that we are very great at just looking at each other and being like, that was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't yes. change yes. the fact that we love each other, mm -hmm. or so he thinks. Mm. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't change that. It's it's because we have such a, uh, a deep, intimate relationship that we're able to look at it and say, okay, no, this thing is stupid, and want each other to be better. Yeah. And that's, is, is that also a little bit? Yep, and I just want to provide a quick disclaimer. All of these viewpoints that are being provided are pretty much our own. There yes. may be times that we're providing devil's advocate opinions absolutely. or yeah, things like absolutely. that. We are not promoting that this is the idea of the church that we all attend or that yep. this is a problem that we see in specific churches. Yep. Um, there's no, we're not trying to call out you individually for uh, having your pew on Sunday morning that you sit in <laughs> every day. No, no. But or we're saying we? what no. happens if you no, expand from that <laughs> pew and go and sit next to that family that you've never spoken to. And I know mm. it's a lot harder with COVID, yeah. but like, Yes, we're trying to say, what if, like, yeah. that kind of a yeah. thing. And we're not trying to say, everything you've done your entire religious life is wrong. That's yes. not what we're trying to no. say at all. So mm -hmm. just just know that. And there are amazing, <laughs> wonderful, very great churches that get caught up on really silly things. And mm -hmm. that doesn't make them any less awesome and any less godly. It just makes it an interesting thing to talk about. Yeah. So back to pews. Pews, man. <laughs> I, I hate pews. So mm -hmm. that's mostly because I literally... You guys are like looking at me like I'm crazy. No, I'm I want to. Totally I want to hear both of your. Uh, if you have any like starting opinions on the concept or or literal pews, like I want to hear your opinions first, if you even have them. I didn't know there were churches that didn't have pews until I was probably an adult. When you say don't have pews, like they have different types of seating. Yeah. Or, okay. Hmm. I was gonna say like just standing arrangement. Like oh, we'll go. That's a get different that. church, and I love like okay. Hmm. Hillsong in Australia has like a small section where it's like a mosh pit. 
uh, eventually, like, there's certain... Eventually. No. It always becomes one. Dun, Australians. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, we went to visit uh, Wesley, my brother, in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, and he showed us the youth worship night. I forget the exact name of it, so mm-hmm. I apologize. Um, but basically, that uh, night, like... I'm not. I'm not even sure if there were chairs at some point, but it was just a crazy time of praising God and dancing around. And they mm. would play different songs, and all of Hillsong songs have the clap pattern in it, which is sounds about right. That's yep. the clap pattern. It's in Elijah. every Hillsong song. <laughs> um, I'm just. I was doing it for your benefit and to break people's eardrums at home. Um, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. that's our real goal, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but it was just a, yeah. I, again, I don't know if there were chairs or not. I wasn't paying that much attention. I was sitting in the <laughs> sound booth with over. Wesley. Um, I don't think I kicked anyone over. <laughs> that's a chair, not oh. a person. Oh. <laughs> well, somebody just had a Freudian slip. I don't think. <laughs> I, I had to think through my night real quick. Did I kick a child? You did say that it becomes a monster. Okay, wait. Pit, so, first uh, it started know. with a chair, then it was a person, and now it's a child you're kicking? Are you saying a child isn't a person? Ruth. Ooh. <laughs> you got um, me on that so one. So back to the subject of pews. Yes. So are you are you saying that you weren't you don't remember there being chairs, meaning that you weren't sure if it was a chair or if it was pews, or are you know, saying you don't even know if there was any seating I don't at think all? There was seating. Okay. I think at certain points there were people sitting on the floor. Um, there's like always bleacher, not bleacher. That's not the right thing. Like more stadium sized seating. Fair um, if I sure. pull up yeah. a picture, you guys would be able to understand a lot better. Yeah. Um, okay. There are no pictures involved in this because this is only our voices. I was gonna mm-hmm. say nobody. Um, else would know though <laughs> but yeah that kind of seating it was on the outside uh which is where we were sitting me and family uh next to wesley in the sound booth because he was doing the whole um actually i think he was on lights so <laughs> because 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 we, just, we, we can't going, we literally just talked about not having uh visual anything Andrew, at that moment when he made those very, very peculiar noises, seemingly was trying to intimidate being a DJ. Intimidate, not imitate. Imitate. I think this is going very smoothly. (laughs) Intimidating a DJ. (laughs) As we speak, he's backing that man into a corner right now. (laughs) It's very frightening. I think think he's going to kick a person, guys. Oh, okay. We are very clear. You know, that's one thing about pews. You could not kick over a pew. That's true. That's true. Like, that would be, that'd be very difficult. And he's thinking about it. He's like, no, some churches bolt those pews into the the floor, too. Most of them do, right? Yeah. Well, no, actually, not all of them. I'm sorry. They definitely don't all do, but a lot of them do. Mm. And the reason why I know a majority of them do um, is because at certain points I've thought about what if we take the pews out and play football in here? Um, again, it's very not difficult. the best idea. I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds amazing. It, it's it's amazing. You know, idea. we That's have green sh- carpet in here, so it's like the same thing. <laughs> we basically have a football field. We have astroturf in our in our sanctuary. Yeah. <laughs> Ayo, what if? Uh, <laughs> future topic. <laughs> Astro- astroturf. No. In the Converting sanctuaries to football fields? Question okay. mark. All right. Pews. Pews. Controversy. Problems. Mm background. Ruth, you have some background and cues for us? Wow, that was a lot of like really bad word associations that eventually got us where we wanted to go. That's what I'm good for. (laughs) (laughs) That's the real reason you were invited today, so that way you could go from kicking people to, you know... I'm at the tech desk for a reason here, okay? Um... Hmm. Yeah, so I spent a pathetic amount of time actually researching pews because I thought they would... And truthfully, I will admit that I thought there would be nothing to find because it's, it's a pew. But it turns out, like, pews weren't even in church buildings until the Reformation. So it's all of us Protestants who... Go ahead and give a a quick, too long, did not look up what the Reformation is. Is that for you or for... No. Uh, So the Reformation... It was at one point. I know. So I'll just let you explain. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, just check it. So the Reformation is a time in church history. It was around, like, the 1500-ish times. I'm going to get that wrong, and somebody's going to correct me. It's fine. Um, when Martin Luther, who was a Catholic priest at the time, and we're talking about the medieval Catholic Church, we're not talking about the current Catholic Church, Hmm. uh, he nailed his 95 theses on the door of the church, and from this, 
essentially what happens is Martin Luther ends up starting his own denomination, and yep. that is where all of the Protestant denomination, which is churches that are not the Orthodox Church or the Catholic Church, those are different denominations, and those fall under the Protestant category. Okay. Anyhow, so yeah, before that, there were no pews in any churches, and so they actually mm. did have standing room only. And for the elders of the like, there was one chair, and there'd be like one table. And the chair was supposed to be this like prominent sign of status because it was the presiding elder. So imagine. like a throne, but not technically calling it a throne. Almost <laughs> ways to get my own throne. But, uh, I like this. But it'd be in the crowd, wouldn't it? So it wouldn't be as much of a th- throne. Oh, yeah, it yes. would be. It okay. would often be in the middle of the room. Yeah, still um, a prominent position. And okay. there'd be a table okay. for communion. But there was so much uh, movement during the service and during the liturgy hmm. that because of that, people just didn't really sit. So I read this really funny article um, that was talking about how of all of the things the Reformation got rid of, so all that Martin Luther threw out, like the liturgical practices, the movement and service, he kept the really long, boring sermon. And so because of that, (laughs) that was was a quote from the article. Thank you. Uh, Um, We we have some notes for you, Mr. Uh, Mr. Luther. Uh, But no, (laughs) Um, because of that, the article said they were so bored they just wanted a place to sit. I don't think mm. that's actually historically how it happened, but Probably sometimes <laughs> it feels a little bit like that. I say that as a preacher who has preached some really long sermons. Andy's had doozies. to suffer. <laughs> all right, well, we didn't need to go there, man. We didn't need to go there. They're all on the YouTube page. You can find them. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was going to say that, and maybe not now after this. Um, no, but from there, essentially, pews became this status symbol. So, like... Uh, it you would get your own box. So pews come from uh, the word for podium, weirdly, or it was podia. The and Latin word, right? I believe so, but I'm not looking Maybe. at it right this second, okay. so I could. Because you just be said the wrong. word. And I, yeah, I got well, a I was confused. hoping no one would call me out on it. So well, thank I you did. <laughs> thank you for that. This is going to become a norm on this podcast, by the way. I will harm you. Especially on things that I don't understand, calling people out <laughs> on things I don't get, anyways. I am perfectly fine with the words in this, be, like being explained, like Reformation or yep. that kind of thing, mm-hmm. uh, providing a simple explanation for those. Really great. That's a great. No, yeah, that'll. Everything. Yeah, I mean, because so Andy I, uh, approves this podcast oh yeah, that he's already way, on. Our uh, reformations, uh, yep, our our definitions for those they line up pretty well. Oh, <laughs> oh, good to know. Yeah, you you were on top of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you were on top of that. Uh, although the date is fifteen seventeen. That's the start. Fifteen seventeen. Oh, hey, nice. that, I was in the right century. Yeah, you were. You did so say fifteen hundreds. Yeah. I I feel pretty special. It helps that we celebrated our five hundredth year anniversary since the Reformation in yes, 2017, really which is when I became a pastor. Mm. So that's why I know those things. Mm. I, yeah, he just rolled his eyes at me. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Getting back on track you'll, now. You'll learn very quickly that I am the <laughs> church nerd of the group who knows pathetically lame amounts of information about this stuff. Hey, that's what we need. Um, but yeah, so. I think that they're very cool, but there is just a lot of info there. That's totally fair. So we just, Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It, so that's essentially it was like a special place near the opera, and it, it also came from a word. Um, we're talking about pews again, pews right? Again, yeah. yeah, pews. It were also came from a French word that talked about enclosed. It, I can't remember if it was pieux or what exactly it was. <laughs> Pepe le pieux. <laughs> oh no! No! Sorry. no. Just, Shut it down. Uh, Cancel the whole so thing. Well, Please let this podcast never make it to France, where they can make and fun of us. This is where we cancel the first we, one. We agreed. No, we, we agreed uh, before we recorded that the moment one of us accidentally slipped a terrible pun, that we would just cancel and can the I don't entire think thing. It was a terrible pun. It was well deserved. Uh, we got a two to three vote here. It, so it had more than one point of entry into the conversation. Quite, French and pew. Quite honestly, I'm just shocked it took us 23 minutes to, to get to a pew joke. I have to admit, Andrew, it actually was a pretty good pun. Good job. We can continue now. The French um, word. <laughs> but anyhow, so it was an enclosed space. So the original pews weren't just like a long bench like we know. Mm-hmm. They were actually like these stadium boxes where families would rent them out and they would like deed them to their kids yep. because they're mm-hmm. like, oh, look at my cool special place. I'm so awesome. And then they would give it to their kids. And like when a pew would, when, when somebody wouldn't have some, uh, a family member to leave it to, there would be like actual fights yep. over mm-hmm. who got these 
uh, who got these pews. And so it compared them to like stadium box seating. Mm-hmm. And it's mm. so weird for me. One, to think of a church that people were like, I gotta be there. I can't wait. But also that the church would like sell pews. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I knew that. But I never thought of them as their own little private boxes. They they compared it to the equivalent of us being able to play on our iPads. All of this, all of this coming bought. as a result of the Reformation too, not yes. being something prior to the Reformation. Yep. All of this, so yeah, because we're, we're talking because pews be happened after, which I know we said earlier. I'm just recouping yeah. almost for myself yeah. actually. So it wasn't until like the 1500s. Right. Yeah. But which is funny because I think nowadays most Christians know of the like the, the funny. Sometimes very real, like idea of of a lot of churchgoers having their seat, making sure that everyone else in the church knows that that is their pew and their spot. And if that gets taken, it's a really big deal. We kind of laugh about it now, but years and years and years ago, they were actually very real status symbols. And they, yeah, like they would. I think you mentioned too, which I'm sure you'll get to. They they led to, they they played a part in or led to you know, segregation in the sanctuary, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and um, just before we get going on that, because, yeah, that's a whole other era. It, yeah. it really wasn't that long ago. Um, yeah. It's really easy to think, because it started in the 1500s, but it really didn't go away until, uh, well, gosh, I didn't look up the date, so I don't know, but it was relatively recently. Okay, okay. Um, and... So it kind of fits. I, I went to, I've had the, I've been very fortunate. I've actually been able to go to Dublin twice. Hmm. Um, and I went to St. Saint, Saint Patrick's Cathedral in Dublin. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Question mark, um, question mark. Maybe. <laughs> Do we have fact checker, checkers for this, uh, for this podcast? You're the one telling the story. Oh, crap. <laughs> so I'm the fact checker. Well, yeah. I, I failed my own job. Yeah. Um, but while I was there, I, I remember walking in and they had like, just folding wooden chairs Mm -hmm. and they didn't have any pews or anything and I just thought it was so weird not because they didn't have pews but they didn't even have like spots for pews like you said they normally are bolted down and things like that Mm. and there was it was just a big giant empty room that had chairs in the middle of it and and actually the the place where the podium um or the pulpit that's the word. It's not a podium. It's a pulpit. Uh, I was going to say cockpit, but that's way off. So. <laughs> that's not quite right. But where the, where the priest would speak was in the middle of the room. And at the mm. time, I really just didn't think that much about it because there's a lot of churches now that are moving away from pews. Mm. Uh, so I sort of just thought it was part of that. But I think they probably never got them. Because it's a historical building, so I'm guessing they hmm. wouldn't install pews in a historical building. That's and interesting, yeah. having it in the middle of the room instead of having it, it, it all lines up. Everything lines up. <laughs> you got the cork board with the, the red line <laughs> connecting all these dots. <laughs> I'm the crazy person who has the magazine <laughs> I'll be honest. I have no idea where your train of thought went. Like, how did you get to it all lines up? Because it lines up with the fact that they didn't have pews until the... Because fi- yeah. this church would be older than the... You're saying that the church is so historical and so old that they kept it the way that it was before the Reformation. Mm-hmm. Therefore, yeah. it never even got pews. It, it was always just like an empty room that maybe eventually they put chairs in yeah. to fill in the space so people could sit. So it was like kind of cool never, to, yeah. to, after reading those articles, to look back at my own experience over... Because, you know, I mean... We're from the states. We have no history, like for cathedrals. Oh, oh okay, yeah, like that's fair. for for really big cathedrals or anything. No, we have a, we have a lot of history, but not like three hundred years. But yeah, well, <laughs> three hundred years. That's about as old as the world. <laughs> We're almost as old as every other country, right? Oh my god. As a country, <laughs> yes. America, man, compared to we're talking about the fifteen hundreds which is still not even that long ago when you really look at how old some traditions that, we, that we're even familiar with now are. Like, yeah. America is so, so young when it comes to, like, ancient traditions and stuff like that, too, you know? The and, um, United States of America, anyway. Yes, yeah, forgive me. There was the a Ameri- lot of history yes. before we got here. Exactly, yeah, no, and that's, yeah, no, that's... But that's, we don't need to, sorry, I just no, want to make is, sure we weren't just like, no, oh, no, no, the no, whole it is, it actually, that is definitely a very here. important distinction that, that all too often I don't, I don't even think of saying that kind of things. That kind of stuff, because but it is an important distinction. The United States of America is very, very young, and you look at the 
the absolute behemoth of history that the rest of the world has, especially like, you know, in, in Western Europe, especially when you're talking about the church, you know, you, you forget how how ancient some traditions are and how many traditions have carried over and how many traditions probably haven't as well. So that's, I think, when we're talking on the surface, talking about pews can be really, really boring, but when you actually dive into the history of them and you really realize that even though today when you look at them, it's it's basically just a bench with cushions. Yeah. The idea of them being in a sanctuary has real history and and real um, implications too because it wasn't always like that and when they were implemented it was very different and it was a very big deal well and just like the fact that one yes they are they do have a long history but they also really don't have that long of history if you look at the whole of Christian longer than the United States of America (laughs) (laughs) yes yeah if we use America as a basis for history everything's good yeah 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 I also just but, looked. But it you up. know, it all it all comes down to like what we we view as normal, yeah. and then looking at the things we view as normal, and actually looking at you know when they originated and how they originated. You know, I think it's a cool distinction to look at. I want to note that I just looked it up. It is St. Patrick's Cathedral, and it was definitely built in twelve. It says the building took from twelve twenty to twelve fifty nine. So I was not wrong. Oh, yeah, I was you're very correct. Really afraid you I would check be. Check yourself, and you're great. Either way, so so we've talked about some of the origination of pews, you know, and um, we went on the tangent, like Ruth's personal experience with l- seeing a literal building that was built before the Reformation happened that still held that old tradition, you know, and um, all of this is leading to our next point, which <clears throat> Ruth. Oh, oh, it's on me. I see. I love. How I did you, it again. I know. Yeah, I love how you do all of <laughs> that the was lead-ins. So purposefully. Like, oh yeah, hey, by the way, let's change topics. But well, we do, I don't know what we have it to is. Keep, we have to keep the train rolling, though. No, um, no, no, you're totally right. Um, but yeah, so that's essentially where where Pew started. And it was really cool, like I said, to be able to fit that with my own experience and be like, yeah. be able. To, and I would never have thought about that hmm. when I now I have to go to Ireland again, just so you know. I do uh, go to Ireland I gotta go for the back. first time sometime. That'd be great. <sighs> Yeah, I just I just leave you behind every time I go. Uh, that sounds like a joke, but it's not. So we talked about this point a little bit, um, and that the topic of pews has caused some segregation. Yes, um, yes, yeah. That's where we left off. That's where we left off. That's I'm, right. That's I'll, right. I'll bring it right back. Thank you. Thank you. Um, See, we Andy, need, we need that's you. a good transition. We need you to do that. <laughs> I'm the. Te- this is all I do. Yeah. <laughs> he just I have a little note break, notebook in my brain. This is where we lost track. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really impressive, considering you're talking mm. with me, who is the universal mm. rabbit trailer. Okay. But uh, segregation. Let's stop rabbit trailing yes. about rabbit trailing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so yeah, easy. so. So then um, the pews became really, really popular in England and were then brought over to uh, the American colonies. Hmm. And that's how the church structure here. So most of our churches were built with the idea of having pews in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those were still sk- seen as status symbols. So believe it or not, people wanted to sit in front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was, <laughs> I know, now people sit in horror like, please, not the front, anywhere but the, the front. The only people you ever see in the front is pastors', uh, pastors families. families. Yep. And uh, sometimes the youth will sit in the front, uh, especially if they like have to leave for the children's church halfway through or something like that. Or if they're forced depending to. Depending on where the doors are. That's another option. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, and and honestly, so I sit in the back of, like, every church that I walk into because I'm a terrible person. And someone asked me about it one time, and I said, listen, I did my time. I was a pastor's kid. I sat in the front. I'm so good. I'm done. We still sometimes do if we're visiting a church, especially if we know the pastor, like, as a family group. Um, we'll either sit, like, closer to the front or the, the other goal is always to avoid somebody else's pew. Like, I was going to say, have uh, you ever... Have you ever acted? Well, we'll we'll talk about yeah, that we'll later. Get, Sorry, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Because uh, right now we're just doing like the history, but we'll we'll get to some more of our experiences with it. But um, yeah, so as they became status symbols and families would pay to to sit up front, uh, most of the money that funded churches at that time came from pew rentals. Mm-hmm. And came from people no purchasing uh, their pews. Yeah, right. It's weird to think about because mm. I offering is so instilled in us now. Right. Um, but 
what happened at the time was it was also used as a way to make sure that segregation was happening. Hmm. So slave owners had to rent a pew for their slaves, and they could only sit in the farthest possible place from the podium because yeah. that is how that's how the structure of the church worked. The holier you were, the closer you sat to the to the pulpit. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, you know, the less influential you were, the further away you had to sit. And so slaves were forced to sit in the back and they could only do that again if their slave owner rented a pew for them. Mm-hmm. Which is horrifying to think yeah. about. Yeah. Like absolutely hor- you know, I think I don't think we talk about the church's sordid history enough, you know? No, we, we, we don't. pretend like we do all of these great nice things and that we don't have any any sort of skeletons in the closet, but I just don't think that's true. You know? Yeah, we, yeah, we do. I'm kind of curious as to something, and I didn't do any research on this. And Shame. I, yeah, I didn't do enough research on pews or anything. Um, but thinking about certain movies that portray the time period, mm-hmm. um, mm. I think The Help is one that will portray a church in mm, mm-hmm. that uh, section, like, in a completely African-American uh, church and congregation, I'm trying to think, like, how I would discern this without, like, sounding like the, the a bad guy in this situation. Sure. I'm fine with it. Um, do you think that in those churches they still charge for their pews, or was it the Phil thing? Because, I mean... So, I think by that time, at least the time of the help... Yeah, okay. Um, I think that the paying for your pews died out mm-hmm. before then. Uh, so what came out of this, um, out of paying for pews, is slowly people started over time realizing how one of the, one of the main reasons. Sorry, I'll go back. One of the main reasons that the Reformation and Martin Luther split away from the Catholic Church was because of these things called indulgences and how they treated mm. money. So an indulgence is basically. If I wanted to punch Elijah in the face, that's right. Yeah. Um, th- no, I, Sorry, I, I no, <laughs> that's right no. that I do. Oh my gosh. No, no, really, just really to be quick. Clear. We won't, we won't spend Not. too much time on this. Really quick, what I just did is, is I responded to like the idea that Ruth is talking about indulgences. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm remembering what you're talking about now. But the way I said it was, that's right. Immediately when she was talking about punching yeah, me, no. me, so me and Elijah might have like talked about I... this before okay. in our kitchen, just okay. for some background. <laughs> Anyhow, no, no, I was remembering so, the, the concept of indulgences in the, in the history of what you're talking about, and I was like, oh, yes, I remember now, and I that, so that, that was what I was trying to say. Very embarrassing moment right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead and continue with your yeah, indulgences. Anyways. Just talk about so if I wanted to go and punch somebody in the face, <laughs> then what would happen is I could go into the church and say, hmm. I want to do this, and I'd give them money, and they'd say, okay, you're free and clear. And so then you could punch someone in the face and it didn't count as a sin. Hmm. So obviously that's really bad. And there is no scriptural founding for any of that. And Mm -hmm. there's much, much uh, scriptures against that kind of mentality. But that's one of the main reasons. um, Well, maybe not the main. It was up there, though, uh, that Martin Luther wanted to split. It was one of his 95 theses were how awful they were. And so how ironic is it that a few hundred years later people are paying for their pews so mm-hmm. finally somebody's like well crap <laughs> we uh we're doing the exact same thing that uh we basically tried to leave the catholic church for doing um yeah. and again for the record that's the catholic church of the time yeah. not now not the current catholic church they have also right. had a, a much um structural changes over time so but can i bring up a lighter note oh dear sweet goodness um so we talk about paying for pews uh this is a concept that uh, had a conversation about earlier this week uh, with my mother yep. and talking about um, this, uh, the confirmation period that me and my brother went through, which is the period where we learned about the idea that you pay for your pew. Mm-hmm. And so think about this idea from the mind of like seventh grade, eighth grade boy. I literally can't. Paying for your pew. Hmm. Yeah. It's weird to even try to place myself in those shoes. I'm thinking more along the line of uh, what does a pew, um, the pew noise, (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, it's a fart noise. Um, so thinking about paying for your pew, it, it was, yeah, I'm sorry, a bad attempt at humor. Oh, um, no. That was a really bad attempt oh, at humor. No. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe I didn't explain it, like, well. But, well, like, you can go, uh, like, P-U or something like that. I, I thought you were giving us a real, like, introspective <laughs> as to too. what this no, no. crazy <laughs> concept of paying for a right oh, to no. sit it somewhere seems like noise. just like an adolescent. <laughs> no. But you're talking about, oh, imagine a, a kid hearing oh, the words gosh. pay for pew and laughing at it. And yeah. that was the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> but you know what? That was the most seventh grade thing I think okay. I've ever heard. But the thing you know is, what? Yeah, you got to pay for your pew and then you got to sit in it. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Why am I laughing? I don't know why you're <laughs> laughing. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Oh, I'm going to be honest. Oh, no. No, we just lost everyone that may have been listening to this. <laughs> Maybe they needed the emotional break. I needed the emotional break. <laughs> Instantly okay. tuned out. Now so. they just have emotional confusion. Um, <laughs> they don't know, they don't do know how to feel. Uh, um, but yes, yeah, so, oh so essentially this concept of paying for your... Oh, we just want another word. Pew. What else is there to say, Ruth? For your bench? No. Um, Paying for the pew, I (laughs) rose to this movement called the Free Church Movement. Hmm. And uh, if you've ever seen or heard of the Free Methodist Church, that's how they started, was because they were literally free. You could walk in the door and you did not have to pay for where you sit. Um, And I think that now it's kind of, again, it's sort of ridiculous for us to think about having to pay for a pew, but... A large part of that is because no, no, I lost it. Nope, train of thought was gone. Ooh. It was there. That was well, bad. I'm gonna, co- I'm gonna apprehend your train of thought yeah, again for free. another story. Um, oh gosh, please not another literally, fart story. It's not. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, t- sure. Okay, so this is yesterday, two days ago, two days ago. Um, that uh, we had Idris, my brother from uh, yep. Traverse City, up. Um, and we were driving home from Myers Walmart, one of them stores up there, <laughs> and we drove past the Free United Methodist Church. And I don't remember the exact conversation, but it was along the lines of, "What's the difference between the Free Methodist Church mm, and yep. the United Methodist Church?" Yeah. Um, and it's it may not be the only reason, but one of the reasons that you're we were taught in confirmation was this idea of the separation for having to pay, pay for your pew, mm-hmm. um, which to him did not seem the most believable thing. Um, which I don't think to any non-church goer who didn't know that you had to pay for your pew at one point. I remember when I first heard about that, it, it it seemed like a like a joke. Yeah. Or, or yeah, I, no, I guess I think when I first heard about that, I was in a very, very non-denominational church who was very staunch on making sure that they were separated from a lot of other denom- denominations. So I'm sure the first time I heard that concept, I was like... That's just all those other churches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of course. You know, like lumping it all into one or something like that. Because it sounds, it sounded so foreign mm-hmm. and so, I don't know, an- antithetical you, to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I know where I was going. The, the crazy thing about it is that we can still sort of see how it bleeds in because yeah. those pews do become status symbols still. Yeah. They like do. where you sit in church, it's, you know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I have made the mistake in, of sitting in somebody else's pew. And I've actually been asked to leave where I was sitting to go sit somewhere else because that's where mm. this family sat. Or I've also had times where maybe that wasn't the case, but the family, like, shoots you dirty looks. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole service. Like, the whole service. I'm only sitting there while I'm not sitting there. And it's just, it's so uncomfortable. Like, I can't, I just couldn't imagine, like, walking up to someone and being like, I'm sorry, but this is where I sit. Um, so can you just, like scoodle-dee-doo on out of there. Like, mm. I feel like I need a ticket. Like, I'm on an airplane. Like, oh, yeah. you're actually sitting in my seat. Um, and so I think that it has kind of still permeated, even though it's silly for us to think about paying for them. There's, I I, I think that mentality is still kind of there. Mm. You know, like, this is where my family sat. This is where my family has sat for generations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that comes from this deep, ingrained need to believe in our church buildings mm-hmm. uh, as a whole, not even just um, where we sit, but we need this building. This building is where we've been for forever. Yeah. And essentially relegating God into this building, and mm-hmm. it sort of comes out through pews, which is such a weird thing, but, I mean, I like sitting, so I guess I get it. And this, this time of uh, COVID also brings up a couple of other interesting yeah. points to that because... 
Well, for one, I'm going to stick on this in, in the sanctuary first, yep. and then we'll go to the online portion. Right. Um, when we first uh, started doing COVID uh, preparations here and like preparing our sanctuary for safe mm -hmm. re-enter, reuse, um, we marked off half of the pews with yep. with green tape. Um, about the first Sunday, I that we had more individuals inside of the sanctuary, mm -hmm. I remember hearing one person go, oh, thank God, they didn't mark off my pew. Oh, gosh. Oh, really? And I, I just, I, I don't know how to react to that, because it was yeah. like a... Church isn't supposed to be any place where you have any kind of idea of ownership. Or yeah, it's, it's <laughs> or, like... I don't know. I... Uh, get it though i yeah i was i wanted it's to like, say I, it's not that i can't relate in, in any way um at all and it's not like it's a horrible sin or anything to to like view you know a place that you sit all the time is like your space but I, i'm just thinking if we're going to compare or if we're going to relate that to the idea of paying for a status symbol yeah. in the yeah. sanctuary if we're trying to relate this to that um you know you, ha you have to kind of talk about it you have to talk about the idea that I think sometimes as Christians we view certain things in church as like our thing. Yeah. You know, like you, we, we, we sometimes I think we tend to take ownership or, or, or we make things about ourselves when the entire idea of going to church and, you know, worshiping our, the God we believe in is supposed to be nothing about us, mm -hmm. you know. No, um, and, th and that's totally fair. Yeah. And they, like the closest I can get to understanding is my seats in class. Oh, yeah. I was going to, yeah. Right? Because okay, just, yeah. just for, again, as part of the background in the United Methodist Church, um, you move a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, so I have moved 13, 14, 15, I don't know, some some amount of times. Um, I've moved a lot. So I've mm. been to a lot of different churches. So, so the whole concept of like, this is where I've sat for forever and my family sat here, really foreign to me. Yeah. Just because that's not, but but Elijah at least stayed in. You didn't really stay in the same church though, but you were in the same area for most of your life. Yeah, yeah. Um, I stayed in the same church for for most of my life. I mean, when I was too young to really remember where we were, I we may have been bouncing a little more. But for as long as I can remember, I can remember two buildings we were at for my entire upbringing. Mm -hmm. But those two buildings were still the same church. Like we. Yeah. Um, our first place was like a public Grange Hall, and then after that, after we, a little bit of time later, we were able to actually buy a building. Did so, you have your seat? Not really. No. Oh, um, see, that's interesting. We had pews in our church, but the, for the most part, the I mean, even even if you even if you can separate the idea of like this is my seat or my area, even if you can separate that, it's it still doesn't. Um, doesn't overshadow the reality that in you know in school in in church in any kind of social gathering that you're going to see patterns of people who sit in certain places you're yeah. going to see groups or, or cliques or whatever you want to call them you're going to see like social groups who, who have their place and who identify with that place and i think it's normal and it's relatable well, you know i don't think there's anything wrong with that and that's um, why, like, for for me, the closest I can come is classes. Yeah. Is, is yeah. I, and again, chronically, I sit in the back. And part of that's because I had a teacher who once told me that the further back you sit, you can actually see grades go down. Mm -hmm. And he was yeah. like, if you sit in front, you get an A. It, like, people tend to get A's, then B's, then C's, then D. And so I did not like that somebody assumed that. And so I refused to ever sit in the front again. And uh, I was a definitely a nerd and a teacher's pet. I know that's not obvious from how I talk, but uh, <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but uh, I, it just became my life's mission to sit in the back of all of these classes. Also, I hate people sitting behind me. Oh yeah. I just hmm. feel like people are watching me, and I don't know. I, which is true in a church, by the way. If people sit behind you, they are watching you. Not always, <laughs> but yes. I mean, I'm just saying. When I sit behind people in church, I'm gonna watch them. Well, see, <laughs> I'm watching. The interesting about that is, like, <laughs> when I was younger and like in my mother's church where she mm -hmm. was a pastor, mm. um, I don't think we had a set spot where any of us kids would sit. Sometimes mm -hmm. it was with dad. Sometimes it was just in there. Sometimes we weren't even in the sanctuary, um, like in the kids' nursery or whatever, like right nearby, not even looking at things or however. Um, but sometimes when you're a kid sitting in a sanctuary, 
you'll get the uh, nice old granny who comes and sits behind you and will watch you the entire yes. service. See, you said nice old granny. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no when, when I say, that's like the... the the cons- the her ideal how she would like to be represented. Ah. <laughs> I know what um, I was gonna say is you say that, but the the your face visualized something <laughs> other than nice. <laughs> you know what? Though also just total random tangent, but my view of like how old those people were who sat behind us to do that has changed so much over time. So it used to be like, oh, right, it's right. always the ancient yeah. one. And it'd be like people in their 40s or 50s. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like, oh, I guess I'm getting too close to that for that to be, <laughs> to be ancient. Um, so back to this idea of pews. Yep. Um, hmm. <laughs> and COVID time. Sometimes our pews are becoming our living room seats or anything mm-hmm. like that, mm. especially with our online service. I know here we're broadcasting all of our services online. So does where you're coming and sitting for church Sunday morning, if it's not in the sanctuary, is it still a pew? Well, here's the thing. I, I inherently have a problem with pew being seen as the place you have to be to worship. So mm. when you say that, I instantly want to be like, this is such a ridiculous concept to me. Of course it's not a pew because pew is just it's just an expression of an object. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But to some people that's not the case. And so I kind of like had when you first said that I was like so dumb. But now I'm sitting here like okay, but for some people that's probably a very legitimate question like is it still considered like a pew because pew yeah, can has I truly this truly worship from this from yeah, where I am. Cuz cuz the connotation behind pews now is this is my my place where I worship mm. instead of it being um literally just a seat like it is in my head. And I think that really when when we read scripture it, it says where two or more are gathered there I am also. And so if God's presence is there you can worship wherever you are, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah. and even further, we believe that God sent his spirit to be within all of us. So, well, all who accept him, obviously. Um, but if we believe that, if we truly believe that, doesn't that mean God is with us wherever we go? Mm-hmm. So wherever we go can be a worship space. It doesn't matter if you're watching at home. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your family's pew. It doesn't matter if you're kicked out of your family's pew because of the green tape in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. But why do you think it becomes so important to people? Like, I, I guess my question for you guys, because I genuinely have a hard time with that concept of why that would be so important. It's difficult for me, too, because when I think of a pew, I don't think of anything but a bench. I don't think of any. I don't really view it as any kind of symbol or anything naturally because I, even though we had them at our church, they didn't. As much as as much as it possibly like could be different than other churches, you know, like they didn't really matter to me or mean anything to me. They were just seats. Um, well, yeah, and I guess I guess for some some context, there's there's a big movement right now in churches. Uh, well, prior to COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To to take out a couple of the back pews hmm. and to make them a children's area, where like essentially top yeah Andy's making a weird face at me but I, yes I just, is, I've never heard um, or seen anything about and it. so it's sort of the idea is to create an entire space so that way kids who are being who need to play or move have a spot in the service in the in the sanctuary so they don't have to leave, um, and so like part of that is having hmm. like padded. Uh, like those little puzzle pieces that go together and having yeah. soft toys that they can play with so they don't make a ton of noise necessarily and disturb necessarily. everyone. <laughs> um, well, that's the goal because they're trying to be right. respectful as well. But uh, there's a lot of pushback from a lot of churches because it's like, those are the pews. That's yeah. that's Those are the pews. That's the mm-hmm. sanctuary. That's where pews go. Yeah, the, the, the idea that a sanctuary without pews like doesn't work or, or that taking pews away from a sanctuary makes it less I don't know sacred maybe I'm being over dramatic but even being the idea that taking away pews from a sanctuary makes it um, I don't know less of a place to worship or harder to worship or that you're that you're ruining the image or something is just so weird to me personally and I mean, if you're talking about seating, I mean, that's a whole nother thing. But I mean, if the idea of getting rid of pews feels like it's some kind of, like you're tainting a sanctuary or that you're removing something vitally important because it's a church, 
I guess it kind of that kind of just like baffles me a little bit because I I guess I just don't see the I I don't see the the connection between something important in regards to a house of worship and again like I said what I view it as between that and like a bench with some cushions on it mm-hmm. that's all it means it, to me personally and I guess to some people it it is a symbol though yeah yeah, and yeah no and I'm not, I don't want to we all have like exactly have no matter what said um, yeah I just I'll, I'll make it quickly but when I'm saying I don't get it I'm not saying like oh you're wrong yeah. and I'm I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. and I'm tr- trying to keep this mindset throughout anything I'm talking about with this podcast in in my life when I'm saying I don't get it I do I should have clarified I do firmly believe or I, I firmly mean that I'm saying it doesn't make sense to me because I just never grew up mm-hmm. seeing it that way yeah and I know that some people do and we can talk about whether or whether or not that has some kind of validity or not but even through that I'm not even trying to discredit someone's own personal view I'm only talking about the way that I see it and I just don't get it yeah um that that's about it we are coming yep. to the end of our podcast here we, we have about are. three minutes left knew um, there was so much to talk about with pews no, no kidding yeah we probably could fill up another hour if we tried really hard um <laughs> so uh, i'm gonna leave an invitation to those listening to yes. those who are uh participating uh however you hear our voices i don't think we have a formal platform that we're posting to yet, Not yet. um but i'm guessing we'll this will definitely go on youtube for sure yeah. um that people can listen to uh is scroll down to the comment section yes let us know your thoughts. Do you have an opinion on a pew? Is there a reason? Is there a reason why every Sunday you you need your pew to be there? Is that where yeah. you find God? Is that where you see Him? Um, and if it is, if it is, tell us. Yes. Tell me. We yeah. are very I, interested absolutely. in any opinion that you have. Um, yeah. Please feel free. Disagree with us. Yeah. Fight with us. Hundred percent. However you want to look at it. This is merely we're trying to give as much as we can. Yep. Um, and hopefully talk about this idea that mm. even though the, the pews may be where we sit on Sunday, we can still be God in our community even if we're not sitting down Amen. on a yeah. wooden bench or a steel chair or a whatever your pew is. 100%. Um, yeah. You can find God wherever and you can preach and you can reach everybody in your community. That's kind of my call out my yeah, push in that direction. And and we'd love to hear, you know, I mean, wherever you wherever you find God, that that is a special place. hundred percent. Um and I think that yeah. it's important also to note that 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 we we honor yeah. that and we respect that. And we do want to hear that. We'd love to hear if you have other funny pew stories. Um, like for instance if you're me and weird and you once painted an entire section of pews for a church camp uh, feel free. Yeah, weird random story. Or uh, my, my brother actually hurt his foot while we did that. But anyhow, that's a story for another day. Um, we would love to, to hear from you, so feel free to comment. We'd also love to hear anything that you would like to have us discuss on this yeah. podcast, anybody you'd like to, to hear from. Uh, we would love to love to have your feedback. Yeah. Let us know um, through however we end up posting this crazy pilot episode we just did and you know if if we could right before we end maybe bring everything that we've discussed um to the best and and maybe maybe the quickest way we can possibly do it bring it back to the purpose of this podcast why did we just go on an hour and talk about pews and talk about the history of them and relate them to now and relate them to covid like it's it's a little hard to put it into words because i think at the core of it all the three of us um, maybe more, maybe less at different times, wanted to just meet, talk about some of the things that we see in church, talk about some of the things in church that we think are really good or could really, really be improved, some of the hurts that the church has done, some of the good the church has done. I think we really just wanted to come together and just just talk about the reality of what we see in church. Yep. Um, so I guess I, I had a purpose of bringing this up. I think I, I wanted to just bring if we could, right before we end it, bring it back to why the things that we're asking you maybe to comment on, maybe to tell us your experience with or to give us ideas of what you want us to talk about. I wanted us to bring bring this back to why we talk about those things and why those things are important mm-hmm. um, and what the purpose of this podcast, you know, the podcast that right now we're calling Church is Stupid you know what the purpose of you telling a, a podcast with that name is, because I and, um, and I would say uh, my piece, um, 
I I think that it is important to have honest and personal discussions about the reality of the church right now because I think that there's a lot of ambiguity that comes with the idea of church and maybe people who don't know a lot about it or you know everyone has their own idea of what it is everyone has their own experience with church and I think all of those experiences and points are valid um, but I love the idea of being able to meet and then just just talk about something without having any kind of strings attached, without having any kind of, um, I don't know, prerequisites, without having any kind of like restrictions. Um, I think that if there's one thing that could help maybe a younger or any generation identify with what we truly believe the good of the church is or could be it would be honest discussion about anything it could be funny i mean when we were talking about pews originally it was kind of with a laugh because the idea of talking about pews is, is funny in a way mm-hmm. um some of the history isn't but no. the idea of, ta- of thinking yeah. about hey let's start a podcast in a pilot episode let's talk about pews it's it you can't help but kind of like laugh at it yeah. Um, but, you know, talking about things like that, I think, is important because I think there needs to be conversation like that. And we would love we would love to have your input on it, everyone out there, your input or, or your ideas or anything, because I think that's what uh, I think it's one of the things that we need right now. Um, and we would be happy to offer that to the best that we can. Absolutely. And we'd love to love to have you back. But I think that was a great summary. So mm-hmm. I'm. Yeah, I'm good. So we'll. I wasn't sure where I was going with it, but that was the idea I wanted to get across. Yeah. So we'll, if I'm we'll being talk honest, to you guys next time. And yeah. for all of us here at Church is Stupid, I'm Andrew. I'm Elijah. I'm Pastor Ruth. And we hope that you uh, have a blessed week. Absolutely. Take care. <laughs>